Thanks for tuning in to our bonus episode preview. This is just a short sample of this week's exclusive Patreon episode. You can hear the episode in its entirety by becoming a member at patreon.com slash indoctrination, where you'll gain access to all of our exclusive episodes and merchandise. It is so very, very nice to have Perry Bulwer back with us on the show. It is so powerful when someone starts to tell their story and we realize even after however long we were talking, there's still so much more to talk about. And I like being able to give people an additional forum for that. And I know this will be a, a bonus episode as a as a thank you to our supporters and subscribers. It's really our gift to you for helping to keep the show on air. And so uh, there's something in particular that I asked Perry if we could start with talking about before he goes into the things that he wanted to be able to mention today. But I wanted just to formally welcome you back. And if you could take a few moments to either introduce yourself or reintroduce yourself to people who heard your episode, go for it. Yeah, thanks for this chance to follow up on the previous interview. Uh, my name's Perry Bulwer. Um, I live in Canada on the West Coast. I'm a survivor of the Children of God cult, also known as the family. Recently had my memoir published about that. And um, this interview is part of telling my story. And beyond my story, the story of thousands of people who were born into the group known as the second generation, and there's a third generation as well, who um, suffered a wide variety of child abuse and other traumas while in the group. And so I'm trying, in telling my story, highlight their stories as well. Which is a really beautiful thing. And I know it's not something easy to talk about. And I love that you are really honoring their experience and acknowledging how it is potentially different, more intense for the people who are born and raised in groups, uh, something that was not at all of their choosing and something they just didn't have a chance to have a break from until they hopefully broke free um, because they never knew another life. And so I know that what can happen sometimes is that there are responses to podcast episodes and other interviews where the, you know, as as the the term we mentioned last time, the walking wounded will have a response that lets me know, like if I get a response like this, that lets me know that there's still so much hurt out there, so much very justified anger about what happened, even rage. And um, again, which I would understand, and that sometimes there is a response that feels targeted to the person who is sharing the stories um, especially people who weren't second generation or third generation people, but did somehow choose it. Of course, you never would have chosen that life, but you chose what it presented itself as. And that somehow there is something that you should have done or could have done to protect the next generations as though that were possible. And everyone within the cult, from my perspective, is the victim, except for the leader. Even if part of your role is to become a perpetrator or become a groomer or to uh, look the other way, 
you're still being victimized. You're still being controlled. You're still within that whole bubble of manipulation. And I think if you hadn't had that structure around you, you may have responded differently to what you were seeing, uh, may have felt like you could and you had the ability to or the clarity to. I think what happens too is that sometimes people will attack a person telling their story because the person they will really want to attack might not be accessible to them, might not be around anymore. And so it becomes kind of a misdirected anger. Uh, you get the full brunt of the um, the anger that I think is cumulative over time and, and also di- directed in their minds at a lot of people. But they have access to you. And so it gets directed to you. I've had that with some of the the talks that I've given about particular groups that I've said something, I've talked for an hour or two about something. And the response is, how come you didn't mention this? You obviously don't care about what happened to the people there. And like, what? I'm sorry. Um, You don't have to thank me, but to attack the thing that I somehow missed that was your experience and that you needed me to talk about or do something about somehow magically. I feel like that is just someone out there who is hurting so much and they're needing to be heard. They're needing to have their feelings heard, but I'm not the appropriate recipient of that just as I think it can happen to you too when you put your your words out there through your book and through interviews that you become the the recipient and it really can feel overwhelming to you because it's already overwhelming, I think, for you just to tell these stories. Uh, and then to be attacked on top of it is is not pleasant. But it sounds like you approach it with a lot of compassion, which is lovely. So I didn't know if you wanted to mention anything about that before you went on to talk about other things. Yeah, I'll, um, without going into detail, I'll just briefly mention that when I am personally attacked by people who were born and raised in the group that I, I was in, I, I totally understand that. I do have compassion for for them, and I understand their reactions, even if it's hateful or angry or even if they tell lies or false assumptions about me i have to just let it wash over me i i understand where they're coming from i choose not to engage and try to respond to that because it get and the times i have tried it ends up in an endless cycle of argument and it really goes nowhere and so yeah i i've experienced some of that but on the other hand, I've also received a lot of, of thanks and, um, and encouragement and from many second-generation members who appreciate that I'm speaking out because there are so few people of the first generation who are speaking out. And so they appreciate that. And that helps me you know, get over the the other the 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 other sort of um, responses, and it, that helps me to keep going. Uh, I'm not going to give up because I get you know some attacks by a handful of people who who um, you know. But again, I I totally agree with your assessment of it. I I think they are hurting very deeply, and 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 their anger and and hatred and etc actually hurts them more than it hurts me. I'm able to sort of overcome it and 
um, get over it, but they're stuck in that place that um, I really hope that they can eventually overcome. But I do understand where it's coming from. And also, before I get into the, some of the s- stories I want to mention uh, related to that is I want to reemphasize that my own stories, my, the things I experienced and witnessed, and particularly things I experienced, are just not on the same level of what the second generation experienced. They were so much different because that was the only world they knew. They, were, they grew up in that world. They had no other frame of reference. They, their experiences were far more horrific than anything I experienced. As bad as things I, I, I witnessed and experienced were, it's just not comparable. And I think that might be the fact that I acknowledge that, I think maybe why many of the SGs appreciate the things I, I say and do. 